Welcome to the Knock Knock Who's There podcast, the official voice of the Knock Academy. At the Knock Academy, we help busy parents and professionals like you move more and feel great via online group and one-on-one coaching. And this podcast will do the same. Each week on the show, your hosts, Gareth and Nikki Knock, will be talking to Knock Academy members about their fitness successes and struggles. We will also feature health and fitness experts sharing useful information and tips to help you achieve your goals. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. It's Gareth here, solo episode today. Uh, We had some uh, really interesting questions coming through uh, from many of our clients and also on social media. And one of these most common ones that keeps coming up is all about how to kind of build a schedule and how to have a a modulated schedule for your workout, for your exercise, and how to kind of make this work for you. And it's so subjective, but it is a great question. And I wanted to just kind of open up a bit of a uh, bit of a dialogue about it, because I think it's going to be really impactful for a lot of you listening today to get an idea of how to kind of build that schedule that really, really works for you, obviously based on the goals that you're looking to achieve. And this is obviously why it's so subjective. And, and the questions come in many forms over the, the past you know, few months or so. And it's always about, you know, what's the kind of best schedule? What kind of things should I be doing to achieve X goal, to achieve, you know, th- th- this kind of result? So I'm going to break it down a little bit. Now, here's the most important thing. You've basically got three types of training. You've got strength, you've got cardio, and you've got kind of your mobility and your flexibility. So three main elements of, of, your, of your training. For most people, it might go a little bit outside of that, but for the general population, they're going to be the areas that um, most are working on. Now, based on the goal, will depend on, of course, what that schedule looks like, and, it, and it's going to be very much based on kind of you and, and your lifestyle. And, you know, a lot of the time what you can fit in is going to be just as important. So first thing, let me break down a little bit what these three things kind of are for and this might help you while you're listening kind of build your own schedule kind of in your head or jot it down as to what your training schedule over like a week might look like so first of all you've got strength based training or resistance based training as it called as it's called sometimes so what does this do for us well when we do strength training we are predominantly building muscle and building muscle strength but also muscle size and we're also creating more joint strength and stability there's also going to be some balance benefits uh, and there's also going to be some longevity and independence benefits as well. And what I mean by that is being able to do things for ourselves, being able to move around our bodies, kind of functionally getting up and down our chairs, going up and down the, the staircases in your home, being able to just do simple things like open jars and pick up, you know, heavier, heavier, you know, small appliances or utensils around the kitchen. For example, you know, multiple different things, carrying your laundry up and down, all these things that promote, you know, longevity. Uh, when I go back, and obviously that's going to be linked to balance too, but being out of balance well and stabilize the body is going to come from having strength in those muscles. The joint strength and stability, uh, and a lot of this as well, when we, when we get that joint strength and stability from strength-based training, we're also probably reducing the pain and discomfort around those joints, if there is any. And then the building muscle, this is kind of linked to metabolism as well. So when we think about building strength, getting stronger in our entire body, we're also laying down more muscle tissue where we're developing more muscle as we recover and we repair. And this doesn't necessarily mean big muscles. So, you know, sometimes there's a misconception that if we lift weights, we do resistance training, that we're going to get bulky. 
very unlikely you've got to be uh, very um, you know genetically gifted to add muscle without really purposely trying to so just overall strength training is going to build some muscle but you know not not to the fact we'll get you know really really bulky and lay on lots and lots of muscle but what this does for us is it speeds up your metabolism so here's one big benefit that often isn't talked about enough with strength training and I'll lead into why opposite types of training are used more so for this but it's going to increase the rate at which you burn calories just every day at rest whenever you do because the more muscle you have the more metabolically active so basically it just means the muscle tissue is going to burn more calories at rest it takes more calories and more energy to preserve it so it boosts our metabolism so this is why it's so so important you know and there's obviously many many benefits to it um, but yeah, when we're looking at metabolism and then the, the follow on from that would be that the changes in body composition. So we're more likely we've got more muscle to have less body fat. So if body composition goals are you know important to you, wanting to, you know, maybe create a leaner appearance, this would be really, really beneficial. Then we go into your cardio training. Now, cardio training is a lot of the time people think when they want to get leaner, they want to change their body composition, that cardio is the most important thing to do. There's actually your strength training is going to be more important on that because cardio is typically used for that right like for burning calories people see it as you know as a tool for that but what i would suggest and you know from my experiences is cardio is really really great for building our cardiovascular fitness this is increasing our heart and lung health okay it's making that you know that whole cardio respiratory system work more effectively it's going to improve your endurance it's going to also promote that longevity um, and it's and it's super good for our mood boosting so putting us in a good mood lifting our spirits you know, think about just going out for a simple walk or doing anything where your heart rate gets a little high we feel good with lots of feel good um hormones released in the body and, and you know we just feel better so there's there's that and obviously from a performance standpoint you'll see some increases on that because it's cardiovascular um cardiovascular fitness that i already mentioned and we're looking to improve that to improve performance so it's just and let's just use like sprinting or running as a, as a as a sport as an activity if you want to improve that you're going to need to make sure your heart and lungs are working harder along with obviously strength training all the other things i'm talking about but that's going to help your your heart pump that blood around and, and get you moving through those activities more effectively and obviously improve your ability to maintain that so really really important and, and again, like I said, I would suggest that it's a really bad tool if you're looking at body recomposition and you know, weight management. Um, it, will it have some effect? Yes, but the other ones from a from a long and the reason why I say it's not necessarily the best tool is from a, a long term standpoint. You want to be building muscle because a lot of cardio over a long period of time is going to decrease your metabolism over time. So you've got a lot more work to do to increase that further down the line. And then you've got your mobility and flexibility. I kind of put this into, you know, its own, they're two separate things, but, you know, kind of together. Again, if you improve your mobility and your flexibility, you're going to improve your performance. You're going to definitely improve your recovery. You are going to likely improve and, and get more pain-free movement. So it's just your body's a bit more functional. You can go through everyday life and everyday tasks more successfully and with more ease. Um, and the de decrease in pain around the kind of joints is, is a big one here. And a lot of research out there will suggest that our flexibility is not something we can really improve on too much. We can we can definitely access more of our natural flexibility by doing flexibility-based training, but we're typically just taking those muscles to their kind of original length, and a lot of our flexibility is predetermined. However, 
improving our mobility so where we're really strengthening at the very end range of our joints and looking to build that strength and improve that control is going to really help now strength training will also benefit mobility but you can do very specific mobility training as well so i would definitely say focus on some mobility use your flexibility as you know where where it kind of suits you i like it for my own personally i like it for my recovery um, I like my mobility training to be a little bit more independent than that, but sometimes blending them together can be very beneficial as well. So all in all, you'll see if you want improved performance, you want to move better, you want to move pain-free, you also want to recover and be better at life in general, um, but you also want to improve that, you know, the heart health and you want to build some muscle um, and improve, you know, body composition. You, you'll see that everything is kind of important and most people's goals fit in that somewhere. Now, th that was kind of important to to for me to break down what is each kind of part of that. Now, how would we put this in a weekly schedule? Well, what I would suggest is for the average person, about two to three days a week of strength training of some description would be very beneficial and that can take on many forms, your body weight, added resistance, you can do you know resistance-based classes, you can do a you know, strength workout in the gym. Um, two to three days, giving yourself at least a day's recovery between those strength sessions would be really beneficial. You could, of course, increase that to, you know, kind of some daily strength training, but also think about it from an overall volume standpoint. If you're doing a lot of volume, a lot of sets and reps in the workout, um, you're going to need a bit more recovery time. If you're only doing a couple of sets and, you know, a lot less volume overall, you might want to split that over multiple days. It might be time dependent as opposed to, um, you know, the, the optimal way of doing it. So, you know, less volume. Um, more often is obviously a choice but yeah something like two to three times a week would be really beneficial for your cardiovascular work now if you're doing very um kind of steady state low impact so i'm talking like you know a brisk walk maybe using something like like an elliptical trainer at low intensity something like this you could probably do daily um if it's something that benefit we will we all walk daily i walk daily you know probably get ten thousand steps in i'm sure a lot of other people listening are hitting that kind of seven to ten thousand so daily cardio cardiovascular exercise definitely recommended when we're talking about hit or high intensity interval or high impact cardio where you are really breathing hard you know pushing at your absolute maximum intensity um you know for for short bursts or even longer bursts of work this is something i i would recommend one potentially two times a week depending on the goal you're looking for but if you don't have any desire to be you know really improve that cardiovascular fitness if you're just maintaining and you're looking at just you know, keeping the heart and lungs healthy in your longevity low in low intensity low impact over you know more days is probably going to show more benefit for you and then mobility and flexibility again depending on the degree at which you're doing it i would recommend that you can do some sort of movement based exercise some sort of mobility or flexibility on a daily basis to keep the body really um, working at an optimal level if it was something more intense and more let's say strength-based mobility, so really strengthening those end range movements and looking for that mobility increase. This might be something that you'd want to split up uh, maybe every other day, so three to four times a week. And same with your flexibility. If it's quite intense flexibility work or it's quite quite strenuous flexibility work, it might be something that you split up every other day. The same, um, maybe, you know, something that comes to mind might be a quite intense yoga style class. This might be quite you know quite a lot on your body to do on a daily basis so that might be something that you did every other but some sort of you know kind of lower to moderate intensity stretching and movement and mobility work could definitely be done on a daily basis so it's just then looking at timing for you so have a look at your schedule and think where can i fit this in how can i prioritize some mobility and flexibility with some strength-based training 
these would be my first, my, my top two. So you could maybe alternate those every other day and you'd be able to get some sort of movement in every day of the week. Um, you could maybe combine some strength and mobility and flexibility with some strength training and, you know, fitting in that cardio around that as the kind of third on the priority list. Unless, of course, your goal is very specific towards improving your cardiovascular fitness. Okay, and sometimes that might be the case and other times not. But generally, I would say most people doing some sort of mobility and strength training is really going to hit kind of most goals that the people that I come across and I think it would be beneficial for everybody. So hopefully that was really helpful. It was a question that comes up so often and I hope that helps you just kind of pinpoint where maybe you can make little adjustments in your schedule or help you to build the, the kind of optimal training schedule for you, for you and your schedule and your, 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 your routine. If you have any more questions about this, feel free to reach out, shoot us a message on social media, send us an email. And uh, if you you know want us to, to give you any more tips on kind of maybe building a schedule that's a bit more specific for you, we'd be more than happy to help you. And you can also check out what we do at thenockacademy.com and uh, maybe we can uh, help you where uh, we have a, a modulated schedule uh, purposely designed for you to get that kind of uh, that balance of mobility, flexibility, strength and cardiovascular training in your week without you having to think too much about it. Just kind of joining us either in person or online and getting those workouts in. Uh, so yeah, reach out if you need anything. Otherwise, thank you for tuning in today. Uh, we will have another great guest episode coming next week. So excited to bring you that. And uh, as always, uh, we appreciate you sharing the love and uh, anyone you think might benefit from listening to the show today, please send it their way. We really appreciate it. That's it for now. And we'll catch you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. If you enjoyed the show, share it with at least one person and please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple. It really helps us reach more people. Come join our community by heading over to our website or finding us on social media. All links are in the show notes. And remember, the world of fitness is 10% facts and 90% opinion. <laughs>